Hey, y'all, it's me, Rogue Spiritual. You're watching Hashtag Verse TV. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hashtag Verse TV, week 143. Hello, social media family. Welcome to Hashtag Verse TV, week 143. I'm Aaron Mack, here with my good friend, inspirational guide, Rogue Spiritual. M. Shell, a.k.a. Rogue Forever, Scully Chronicles, and we'll dig into all of this on All The Tea. We're here on hashtag All The Tea. Now, first of all, welcome to and say hi to the hashtag Verse TV family, Rogue Spiritual. Hello, how y'all doing today? Excellent. How y'all doing today? Oh, right. And for our audience who may not yet know, where are you from? And what do you love most about your origin journey thus far? Well, I'm actually from New York City. I grew up in the Bronx. I'm from the Bronx. And um, what I love about my journey thus far is the fact that I had a chance to fail, you know? Sometimes when you're an overachiever, it don't matter who you are, whether you're youngest or the oldest, I just happen to be the oldest. But when you're an overachiever, you get stressed on a lot of things because you do not like to fuck up a lot. So this is why God would give you a chance to fail. I've been having a chance to fail for a minute now. Preach, brother. And I, I, I'm also the oldest, so I, I connect with you there. And yes, you know, you, you just... You have to keep doing your best, you know? You, you, you can't give up, and that's a thing. Oh, all right. So, as you just said, you are from the city of New York, the borough of the Bronx. So, of course, you have rhyming skills. Please give our hashtag Verse TV family a quick sip of all the tea on your decision to rhyme seriously your mixtape, and your overall message you are looking to express. With all right, so, all right, so um, the, I actually started rhyming when I was 10. I actually um, wrote a poem that talked about the innocence of my block. I was innocent in shelter back then. I, the more older I got, the more serious I got. And I actually picked up somebody's rhyme book and it was actually a criminal. So basically, I changed his rhyme into his rhyme was as I keep my vocal, as I keep my gun and cock, I changed it to as I keep my verbal gun, as I keep my verbal verbal gun and cock. And that's me rhyming innocent. And I actually got older and I actually took a little more seriously or whatever the case is. Um especially when I was bugged out in the shelter or whatever um back in 2010, if you will. Oh, <clears throat> my mixtape um, called War Machine, War Destroyer is actually going to have 30 tracks. Um, I was inspired by Prince Cat Eyes and by, from which is, which he, when he made Distory in the Making, I was by, inspired by Prince Cat Eyes and I was inspired by Miss Terry for all of it back during the Ghetto Views era. And um, Prince Cat Eyes and Miss Terry was actually the only two LGBT members who paved the way for urgent for urban LGBT members that way. 
So basically, he's actually paying homage to them, and basically, um, it's basically a lot of a lot of the songs in my mixtape that I'm working on is just diss tracks towards closeted criminals and gay on gay crimers that people like better ones who better ones who direct all that hostility towards a fellow LGBT member where they should have directed that towards trade or straight motherfuckers that had that 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 was really fuck that was really fucking up their vibe, you know? Um the other question Wait, oh, and the message? The message is that you could you could literally put on a dress, a wig, negligee, or whatever, and still be a man. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what it is to be under the queer umbrella, and I know what it is to explore gender. You had to explore. And some, and some people were just meant to fight like women. It's okay to fight like women. So... You could be under a wig and a dress and you could still be a man. It doesn't take less, it doesn't take less of what you have down there. You know, because I know I fall under the Kieran brother and I know what it is to explore gender. And that's a beautiful thing. And, and yes, we should all be as free to do such things and live our truth. But yes. So also. You are also a blogger slash blogger. Please give our hashtag Verse TV a sip of hashtag all the tea on Scully Chronicles. And what's the origin of the name? What will people get when they stop by Scully Chronicles? Well, Scully Chronicles, I was actually inspired by Tammy Roman because she did Bonnet Chronicles. I used to see... This is when I caught her on Facebook. This is when I was on Facebook faithfully before I became the phantom on Facebook. Um, like I said, I was inspired by Tammy Roman, Bonnet Chronicles. I was like, you know what? Let me let me do my own blog series and do Scully Chronicles. First of all, it started, it started about relationships, which we all experts at that because we all been around somewhere as we've all caught them all like Pokemon. But it's it also it elevated to talking about what's going on in the world, the ways of the world. Like God gave me, God, basically God opened up Pandora's box and I talk about what's going on in the industry, what's going on in the world and this and this and that, you know? Find there be some comedics or whatever the case is, but if it ain't, but if it ain't love, if it ain't relationships, it's about what's going on in the world. And basically um, it literally... It got the reason how I basically started talking about self-worth as as well is because I knew what it was to ride out for some DL nigga that you have to park on a motherfucker. I was infatuated. I was like, what the fuck he put in my cigarette? What 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 the fuck was I doing? This and this and that. So basically it started off like when I was on Facebook doing Scully Chronicles. I literally talked about the DL nigga that I was dealing with. And I was like, you know what? Dumb niggas, you do never, you never protect the DL nigga. First of all, when you when you're infatuated, you forget about all the niggas you caught. When you're infatuated, you forget about all the niggas you caught. And basically, I say, like, yo, when you catch a DL nigga, use them, charge them everything. Make them feed you, make them clothe you, make them give you a place to wash your ass. Because we deserve to be celebrated in public. We never protect the DL men. We never have, and we never will. 
nothing good came from loving a DL man as sometimes nothing positive came from loving a DL man. You're, you're talking deep stuff. Now, speaking of deep, in your saying that, quote, your rabbit hole is public, what, what do you mean with that clever statement of yours? Um, well, um, carries on to what I last said somewhat. Um, I actually been on some people's lives or whatever the case is, and their rabbit hole is private or whatever the case is. Um, literally, I'm just doing a say all, but their rabbit hole is private and it's literally disorganized. It's confusion as it is disorganized when their rabbit holes are private. So the reason why I said the rabbit hole is public because the public has the right to know of what goes on in the world, what goes on here, what goes on there, what go, you know? That's why I put the rabbit hole is, <clears throat> that's why I put the rabbit hole is public because seriously, sometimes nothing positive came from a rabbit hole that is private. When you, like, should you be in somebody's private rabbit hole live? You'll hear a whole bunch of quacks talking about hunting aliens and all this other shit preaching Marcus Cooper or whatever the case is where you, you're already on another level, you know? If they're not preaching Marcus Cooper, they're preaching, they're preaching the Celestine prophecy, which you're aligned with God and you've been on another level. So why, why are you going to go back to the books that you already read? The, the, the rabbit hole that's private is usually stuck on those, is stuck on those books and they never evolve. Hmm. Stuck on those spiritual books you're speaking yeah, of? Um, Behold the Pale Horse by Marcus Cooper is actually one of the first books I read. And then I evolved from that. It actually tells you about what's happening in the world, in front of you, this and this and that. It's a very heavy book. Um, so Celestine so Prophecy is actually a spiritual book. Marcus Cooper just talks about um, people praying to the green-eyed monster. Um, I didn't even finish the book on Marcus Cooper because he started speaking jargon. I stopped in the middle because he started speaking military jargon. He didn't even level with the public. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to let God tell me the rest or whatever the case is. Amen. So, so would you say it's like similar to the book 1984 or something, I guess? Yeah, all that. I never even read 1984, but my uncle did. Yeah, the book and the movie. He told me about all of that. Okay. And that's why the rabbit hole is public because what God tells me or whatever, or even what God tells you, the world has a right to know. All I of it. That, that, that's wonderful. Absolutely. All right. Now, speaking of the journey and your spiritual journey and everything, you have been on a spiritual journey for around a decade. And what lessons have been taught on this spiritual journey of yours? And what else has been in your spiritual journey? Um, definitely give myself a chance to fail. Forgiveness, waving the white flag or the whole bunch of shit. Um, the values, um, that's just basically it. I like in this lifetime, like I'm 34, I'm about to be 35 on February 9th. So 
I've been waving the white flag on a whole bunch of shit. A lot of shit don't get me mad anymore, whatever. The last lifetime, I was very unforgiving, you know? And um, since I'm going to be 35, um, February 9th, it's going to be live 35 time. I'm actually going to forgive a lot of people for all of it. Some people, there is no hope. And I had to hear, and I had to um, hear Prince Kadai say it as God told me that forgiveness does not require re reconciliation. You know, you can forgive them, but you don't have to fuck with them. Um, and the second question was the values or? What else has been in your journey? What, oh, what other else? experiences that, that you wish to share with us? Um, what else has been in my journey? Oh, um, basically, Well, God is actually going to talk to me in a dream in summer, and I'm just going to basically show out, offer having faith. The key word is faith. So basically, God said he's going to talk to me in my dream during the summer, the latest in the summer, whatever the case is, and I'm just going to show out in the summer. Everybody going to be blessed, or whatever the case is, as I'm going to be blessed. You know, and that's what I would like to share. Amen. Now, this wasn't one of the uh, written down questions, but a, a simple yes or no is okay, or, or however you wish to answer it. Do your spiritual beliefs align with any particular denomination, church denomination, or are you sort of more free-spirited? Oh, I'm actually a little more universal. I actually, however, I grew up under the Catholic umbrella. So mm -hmm. it really don't matter. Um, I'm universal. And like my mom's, my mom's side of the family where I grew up in was actually Catholic. And my dad's side of the family is actually, um, they practice Islam. So there was a time in my life where I didn't even know where to put Jesus as the son or the prophet. Because I was literally in, I, I literally lost my mind as I was in a spiritual awakening. So Jesus himself told me that he's the son of the prophet, you know? Okay, amen. I, I, I dig that. And as somebody who's has a, a family of many different beliefs as well, I, I understand what you're saying. And it's nice that you're finding your way. And so strongly as well, like in Scully Chronicles, you, you express your perspectives very strongly to help guide people. And that's a beautiful thing. All right, all right, enough of the uh, non uh, written down questions. So next, what is the best advice that you have ever received that may help someone or some many in our Verse TV family Myself included. Like, what's the best advice? Oh, the best have? advice? Because I'm living it. Um, when you are in the pursuit of the arts, entrepreneurship, law, or doctorate, prepare to be below the poverty line and go by faith. 
Prepare to be below the poverty line. Prepare to be what these hood book rappers commented on. Prepare to be what Dipset commented on. Because literally, it's it's sort of a road of a starving artist or whatever the case is of, of, of the genres that I mentioned. And if you go by the money in your pocket, you'll go by the money you don't have, this and this and that, and you will just kill yourself. Don't go by the money in your pocket, go by faith, and always have a different occupation ready at hand. If you're in a, in either, if you're in a pursuit of the arts, um, meaning music and fashion, entrepreneurship, law or was doctorate, prepare to be below the poverty line, prepare to be behind rent, prepare to be, you know what I'm saying? Just as long as you have food in your, on your table, you know? Prepare, I, I'm sorry, I sound grim, but it's reality of what well, I'm in the art, so that's, that's, that's kind of reality. People don't talk about a lot of hoodbuck rappers that happen to be criminals, they don't talk about their misses. They always talk, they always come from a hit. They always come from a hit and they never came from a miss. Yeah. So that's why I say prepare to be what the hoodbuck commented on. Yeah, you know. Even the quote overnight success didn't happen overnight. So they they had times of struggle, just like you're talking about. But but you got to keep pressing, and that's good. It's good that you keep doing that. Yes. Now, do you have any tea or information on anything else going on with you? that you can share with our hashtag Verse TV family today? Oh, definitely. Well, um, I wrote a letter to God, the kingpins or whatever, the, hap that the kingpins or whatever the case is, I put them to jail with a, with a, as I write a letter to God. And they are now um, accusers. They're creeps that you could see on your phone if you have the app or whatever the case is. I actually chant their name and I smack them, whatever, I'm something else where God takes over. And now those kingpins and some people are now registered creeps and their and their paperwork hit the streets as it hit the jail. Um actually it's actually justice being done. All right. Now what's next for Rogue Spiritual? Um only God knows, but I just want to be in the house. <laughs> only God knows, honestly. Yeah. But to, to be truthful, only God knows. Okay. Um, we're all we we're all doing what we are set out to do, even you doing what you're set out to do right now. And we have a voice. We align with the universe as we have the voice of the universe. All right. And now, forgive me as I lose eye contact. I am setting this up, and this should. Okay, so click, got it, because we're live. All right, so who do you think you are? I, I, I love this question. I saw an interviewer do it once some time ago. And I was like, oh, I love that question because it can apply anywhere. So take it wherever you feel it. Who do well, you think you are? Well, let's just say 
I'm the devil that fights for God, definitely. I'm the devil of gay rap, and I'm the devil that fights for God. <laughs> it sounds fucked up, but I'm one of those devils that fight for justice. <laughs> that's all. Okay, okay, okay. Well, well, that's who you think you are. All right, now. I, I, I would ask, like, well, why a devil? But it's who you... It, it, again anything goes it's your answer and that was your sincere answer so thank you all right now we're up to the five general verse hashtag verse tv questions that we ask all of our guests and the first question if you had all the money power necessary what would you do change that you feel would most benefit our LGBT plus community? Well, um, it's not that if I have money, it's actually, um, I actually am a witch that fights for God. So I actually lay witchy prayers that's LGBT based. Um, let's start off with, um, let's just hop, I actually lay a sisterhood prayer for LGBT members, LGBT members, for them to get housing outside of the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're an LGBT member dealing in the, coming up in the ghetto and dealing with trade, getting all hostile with you and shit, who wants to stay in a fucking ghetto forever? You know what I'm saying? So I actually laid witchy prayers that God answer. All of us have a right to live outside of the hood. And then... Who wants to be catching the same type of niggas all the time in the when we up in the projects where it's just stoonies, criminals, and chicken heads? Literally, you coming up in the ghetto, you literally only have three options of men. So I actually laid a sisterhood prayer for LGBT members to move out the ghetto, whatever. So if God comes to you and say, listen, there's LGBT housing that you can live somewhere in Midtown or Soho or where or on a on a good place where you stay at. Just take it. Nice. Now, I'm not going to lie. Um, while part of me is from New York many years ago, um, I, I, I kind of missed some of those uh, terms that you used as far as understanding them. But our Verse TV family will know, so, so it, it doesn't matter. But I, I get overall what you're saying, you know, and who, who wouldn't want a nice, comfortable place to live and possibly even be with more people who think and feel and live like themselves? Perfect. You, you're right on. All right. Now, the second question starts with a quote, and the quote is, quote, ask not where I live, or what I like to eat, or how I comb my hair. But ask me, what am I living for in detail? Ask me what I think is keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for. Now that's a quote by Thomas Merton. And the question that I'm asking you today, what is your goal in life? And what is slowing you from achieving that goal? Wow. Um, honestly, to level with you, my goal is simple. Um, 
I'm actually transit. I'm actually going to transition to an apartment or whatever. I actually live in a room right now. Um, making the world a better place as I am, just like you are making the world a better place. That's actually, we are actually living our goals. We are actually all living our goals, making the world a better place, you know, making us hurt, you know, making it making us heard like we have the voice of the universe but um my goal is actually simple to transition to an apartment and then live in a house somewhere i don't know you know what i'm saying i have <laughs> that, that, that's beautiful sky's the limit absolutely you know and, and and you've got it and as a theme for our interview we've always got to keep trying can't give up can't give up. And I'm talking to myself as well. Yes. Got to keep going. We're going to do it, friend. We're going to make it happen. Right. Right. And now we're up to this fun-filled question that everybody can't wait for. What is your deepest tea, i.e., in other words, something that you've never shared on media before, but something that you're willing to share with us, of course? Um, there was times where I was actually forced to open my heart to the wrong people. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, if, the, if they wasn't killing, if they wasn't killing vibes, there was just straight up evil and there was just no hope for them. But I was actually forced to open my heart to the wrong people. Like, um, like somebody used to hang out with in Dwayne Reed or whatever, Christina Vallejo or whatever. I'm sorry to name her. Um, but she forced me to open my heart, her and her crew forced me to open my heart or whatever. And it was like, I never fuck with them because they kill vibes. I'm like, you're drinking, I'm over here drinking Pink Nouveau. When you over here drinking some pink shit, like a girl's drink, why the fuck you want to be sad? You're supposed to talk about boys, girls, have fun. Like, I'd be drink like, if I'm over here drinking Pink Whitney, don't be coming here with some P-A-L shit. Don't be killing my vibe with a motherfucking sob story and shit like that. You got me fucked up. Like, bitch, go home. Go to, go, seriously, do that, do all that by yourself. Because when I'm on Pink Whitney, bitch, don't fucking, don't fucking kill my fucking vibe. I want to be happy. <laughs> All right. I, I, I hear you. No vibe killers. It's all about. Yes. O okay. Okay. Very cool. Now, four, what are some stumbling blocks that you've had on your path up and how did you overcome? Um, the stumbling blocks, well, I always fought when God took over. Um, and it, and I just hope. Basically, since Tan God took over, or I always smacked a criminal. Um, and basically, there was a lot of times, where I, and there was, um, I was sounding like a fifteen-year-old girl at the time, or whatever the case is, when I was ten years old. So I kind of, literally, all I did was smack a creep when God took over, and then my, and then as I got older, I actually sounded more mature. Um, the other thing is, uh, wow. I'm just freaking the shit, but not, not like that, but I actually, actually wrote the answers, but you know, but um, yeah, all I did was fight when God take over. Um, some of the blocks, oh, I actually battled the fame devil and I won. This, those devils are real. The fame devil, 
Um, I don't know the thing devil's name, but basically I've addressed it all because like I see myself um, conquering the planet in the rap game, this and this and that, and literally just getting on everybody's necks. But God told me that I'm best as a local artist or whatever the case is, because you know what? Um, it's not even worth it, you know? It's not even, I'm actually best as a local artist. Um, one of my battling right now is the devil of the moon. It's basically like scholastic news. Like I would love to be on the level where Jesse Ventura is that he he's actually scholastic news. If you want to know scholastic news, Jesse Ventura is scholastic news. Like he will literally wake the world up as he uses the TV as his platform. That's the devil I'm actually battling right now because even though I get heard this and this and that, it gets frustrating in the world of scholastic news. Like I'm over here, I'm like, damn, I'm over here. I need to put the world on. But sometimes it's best when I'm in the street and people doubt me already. They already call me all types of quacks and crazies and stuff like that. So yeah. All right. Gotta keep going. You've got a message. You've got a word to spread. Keep spreading it, speaking your truth. All right. And last question of the five, what are some things that you would like to be left in the legacy time capsule for your work? Can we just go back to 1995 where everybody was happy? <laughs> Can we just go back to 1995 when everybody was happy? I mean, even when motherfuckers was going through heartbreaks, people... <clears throat> Even when motherfuckers was going through heartbreaks, people was happy. I mean, you heard MJB back in the days and shit like my life and shit like that. And, and somebody is, and, and homes is getting burglarized and shit, you know? I'm just having six sense of humor, but can we go back to 1995? That's all I want. <laughs> all right. I, I, I love the 90s. As an 80s baby, an early 80s baby, I, I love the 90s, so I totally feel you on that. And so that's what you want in the legacy time capsule for your work, bringing us back to the 90s. Oh, okay. You know what? As I said it, I'm like, I get it. I get it. Yes. Everybody was so happy. The show, the, even the shows was happy. Like you watch some shows, you watch it, Parenthood, one-on-one. It's, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was happy. Everybody was happy. <laughs> I hear you. All right. So now, where can we find you on social media? On media, and where can we find Rogue Spirits? Period. Well, um, on Instagram, I'm mostly on Instagram. On Facebook, I'm mostly the I'm, I am the Phantom, so I really don't say much on Facebook. But you can find me on Instagram because I'm I'm very active on I'm I'm way more active on Instagram than Facebook. At M Shell Rogue 101. M like Mike S like Samantha H E L L R O G U E 101. Excellent. And that's where we can find you on Instagram. Wonderful.